Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you are having a great, great day and a great weekend coming up. Uh, thank you so much for your support to my program and to my, to my podcast every single day. It's a real honor to have you on board um, and, you, and sharing my thoughts with you. So... Today we're going to do something, uh, a learning podcast, where we learn the lessons from our past. We talked about yesterday the Kerala story. Um, I was watching um, an interview to a, a woman who fell, unfortunately, in the love jihad trap from Kerala. Um, and she fell in this trap, and because she did, um, she, you know, she was one of the victims of, of love jihad in Kerala, uh, and she became a Muslim. Now, um, the goal here is not is is such is to learn the lessons. What made her go into this? So we can say this one's bad. This one's converting. The other one's doing this, and and they're converting our people. But why are we so weak that we fall for the traps of others, whoever that other is, whatever X Y Z in front of you? That's the waves. But what are our currents that are forming the waves? And that's important to know. Why are we weak that we are following into this trap? So basically, um, the girl who was interviewed said that she grew up in a, in a Hindu family. And this Hindu family, um, well, like most Hindu families, they were normally Hindu. Okay, They were not really, uh, you know, they didn't know much, not, not much about, um, you know, the history, the knowledge, uh, the dharmic values. I mean, they, they practice puja and things like that, but that's not dharma. Okay? Dharma is an umbrella term for your duty to balance your uh, energy field, how to balance it, understand what it's made up, understand the currents in, that form the waves, every junction, understand what has made you, the layers and layers and layers that have made you, the knowledge of our civilization, the ups to down, the plus to minus, and negative to positive. What can I learn and what can I use? That is Dharma. Um, understand the civilization that has left us, that have gone by, and, and what we can use in our present day terms. Um, that is Dharma. It's very deep. It's re-engineering and rewiring your metabol, your metaphysical. That means your energy field. It's always about rewiring, keeping it clean, um, ideologically, uh, metaphysically, uh, physically, and that's what it is about: keeping your body clean, mind clean, and and peace and balance. Balance is peace. Lose the turbulence. Now, just praying or doing puja is not going to really help you. Okay, that's the Abrahamic way of praying. We have forgotten how to re-engineer inner engineering, how to heal from the inside, how to make every junction into an intellectual laboratory. That is what we have forgotten. Um, and so, basically, this girl here, um, she's from a Hindu family, and she said. Um, she was not allowed 
to as a girl she was not allowed to ask any questions she had no knowledge about dharma she had no knowledge about her 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 uh, ideology her civilization she was just a nominal hindu okay um and and at home she was not allowed to ask because she was a girl and she was told girls don't ask girls don't this girls don't that and so she was not allowed to ask it was um it made her weak it was insulting and it made her weak she had so many questions as a modern hindu girl as a modern practicing hindu she had so many questions we all do have questions every junction we have questions that's part of life that's normal um but she was not allowed to ask those questions because she was told she was a girl now from that um she had no way of accessing knowledge okay she's not uh, she doesn't have access to knowledge uh and she went to a muslim school uh so over there the bulk of the students are muslim and they kept asking her to convert and and you know um telling her about islam and 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 asking her to convert and telling her everything about um you know muhammad the prophet muhammad and they kept questioning her on her be- beliefs and she did not these were friends of hers just normal friends and she kept she didn't have any answers for them because she didn't have any knowledge she was not given the knowledge um because she was not given the knowledge uh she did not have any answers for these questions um and obviously islam and christianity they drill uh the congregations into history into knowledge into a, a lot of things they they drill uh, every church will do that has sunday school every mosque has a madrasa so they drill the history into their students but they 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 really you know and they and they give them education we i told you last you know yesterday the stats show that there were 200 and some odd madrasas in in india in 1947 now there about 42000 it's the absolute reverse for hinduism so they've they've shut down uh every single gurugol in the name of, of secularism oh secularism 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 they've shut it down temples are in the hands of the government they've shut down the te- almost uh the money doesn't go so they've taken away the the financing and given huge financing to muslim groups to christian groups they call them uh, minorities they call them uh oh poor little victims we have to support them so everyone has to keep quiet close their shop close their education institutions in order to propagate these colonial empires and these feudal invaders uh into the land and guess what because of that uh you know we've lost our civilization and this girl here she says very clearly because i had no knowledge i she said she tried christianity she couldn't understand the bible she tried the gita she couldn't understand no one to help her she couldn't ask any questions she tried it's not that she didn't try she's looking for help she's looking for help to f- these questions for herself that even before she joined any school uh, any college she had questions like we all do have questions it's normal uh for any age group but there was no one to answer her questions so she went looking around and obviously these 
uh, madrasas and these Islamic institutions are ever ready, trigger happy, waiting to have you in their homes, waiting to and give you their questions, waiting to give you their answers. Uh, and they will manipulate the answers on, only to uh, drive their agenda and to convert the whole land into Islam. So this is exactly what they're doing. Um, and this is sponsored in totality uh, by the Indian National Congress. It, there was a shroud over it, and there was a camouflage on it, calling it secular. And by their meaning secular, you have to keep quiet, submit to them, because they, they are the real, true religions, and everyone else a bunch of idolaters. So in this shop, she ended up uh, then converting to Islam, changing her name, um, and once she changes her name, then she's learning the Quran and she's been fed information and answers by the mullahs. Uh, she joined an institution where her parents uh, then, you know, um, uh, made her mi a missing complaint and they finally found her. But uh, she had already converted and it was too late by then, too late. Um, and because it was too late, then I think she ends up, uh, she had one last go and asked, I think she was taken uh, to a, a Arya Samaj or some Samaj, where she asked questions of the guru over there, or the Baba over there. And he managed to convince her to say that, look, you don't have to be a Qatar Muslim, you don't have to be a Qatar Hindu. Just be yourself, be, him, be, be yourself, be a human being, be yourself. Forget about the rest. You know, no one needs the rest. And finally she was, she was so shuddered. She shuddered completely because she couldn't believe that someone asked her to be human. Uh, she was looking to, for a fight. She was looking for a fight to, um, to, um, to basically... Uh, you know, put down Hinduism, put down Hinduism. She was looking for a fight. Um, and she couldn't believe that someone asked her to be human. So in that, she, she was strong enough to finally ask questions and, and read. They, get, they got her to read the Quran for herself, where she saw contradictions herself. And she says, well, you know, these are the contradictions. And finally, she managed to get out of this system. But... The damage was done. The damage was done. Can you believe mentally how much of shock she must have been in? And that she still is in this shock. Um, so I, I'm don't, I don't know if she was one of those who went to, were taken off and gone to ISIS, but she was in a love jihad triangle. And uh, it was a scam, like everything else. And everything coming up these madrasas is nothing but a scam. But you know, they're not, they're not the only groups. The other groups also running scams, ideological scams, uh, financial scams, um, economic scams, uh, you know, any type of scams. There are plenty of people running scams. Why are we in these scams? Why are we falling for it? Now, I'm going to tell you, I almost fell into one myself, not for, not for um, intellectual, pers uh, ideological reasons, but... Um, uh, financial reasons. Uh, I was lucky to get out of it. Uh, but look, we learn from our mistakes and that's what's important. So the goal here is knowledge. 
Okay, she did not have knowledge, this girl. And I'm telling you from someone who's left my own group, my as an ex-Christian, um, I have the ability, I've had access to knowledge for a very long time. Um, I was given a lot of, uh, had access to books, knowledge, knowledge. My, my parents used to say, if the, if the, the I used to ask them, well, why do we need to read? I mean, if... If the world is coming to an end, we don't need to read. Then they used to say, well, you'll be ready for the next world. And so they forced us to, to read, and we kept reading. And that journey of reading gave us the ability to uh, enlarge in our horizon and, and, and make it a, a, a reflex to us to always investigate, to always ask, to always challenge, to always ask questions. And from that, we got out of our ideological prison. So knowledge is the first step. This girl was looking for knowledge. She was kept away from her own civilization. She was kept away from her own knowledge, her history, uh, her ideology. She was not given anything. She was expected to be a puppet. And as in a puppet, she, want, she was expected to be um, a follower of her faith, uh, but obviously, over time, you're going to have questions. That's what life is, asking those questions. Every junction has to be uh, made into an intellectual laboratory. And we have deep traditions in dharma to um, understand, to question and debate. And that's such a rich tradition of debating, asking questions. Um, you can ask anything you want. There's no inhibition. Only those who inhibit you are, do, uh, are people who want to enslave you. The moment they want to enslave you, they take away your voice. And so having a voice is very important. Questioning not just one angle, every angle, and layer upon layer upon layer, currents upon currents upon currents that form the waves. Not just one wave, but multiple waves going backwards. That means every generation coming, when I'm asking a question myself, I'm asking questions going back, my parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, going back 500, 600,000, 2,000, 3,000, even 10,000 years, even a million years. This is how I go back uh, in, in question. Uh, what was on this land? I, I give you an example. What was on the territory that we call uh, Goa today? Uh, what was on the territory? How far can we go back and look at lineage and how we can look at junctions in life? So that's very important. This girl did not have the knowledge. She was stopped from having knowledge. And because of that, she was weak. Knowledge makes you powerful. There is no substitute for knowledge. People can take away your home, take away your, take, take away everything, take away your house, take away your car, your food, your clothes, but they can never take away your knowledge. So go ahead and study and learn. Gain that knowledge. It is important for you. That's point number one. Give your children the knowledge of your civilization. Going back, going back, going back. Have that conversation with them they are your best friends and you are their best mentors be their friend don't be their teacher don't be their um subjugator enslaver don't be their master their ruler where you they have to submit to you be their friends and give them that knowledge of your civilization teach them your dharma 
teach them your ideology, whichever one it is. Uh, I mean, everyone is going to teach them their own way, and that's cool. Whatever way you want to look at it, uh, teach them. Have 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 the courage to teach them. The more you teach them, the more you let them ask questions, the more they will ask questions of others going up and make every junction into a li- intellectual library where they will protect themselves with knowledge. They protect themselves with uh, uh, with their voice, with their confidence. Their confidence is what, what keeps people away from harming you. The moment you have confidence, people do not even harm you. They don't even come close. The moment you lack in confidence, people will harm you. So that's very important to understand. Uh, Very, very important. Um, Knowledge is all powerful. Everything starts at home. Knowledge doesn't start in your street or doesn't start at your school. Knowledge starts at home. Your duty. You are the God of your children. You must be their friend and give them that knowledge. That's point number one. Um, And then... Once they have this knowledge, they will go on and on and on and ask. Um, finding, forming groups to share knowledge, share questions, look at different points of view, the same junction, different points of view. What are your point of view? What is the neighbor's point of view? And that is what knowledge is about, sharing those points of views, debating those points of view. The debate is not supposed to be that one has to win and one has to lose. A debate is not some one that that is... Uh, one point has to boss over the other point. That's this is Abrahamic concept of, of uh, a debate. That if someone's got to win, someone's got to be in the winner. Someone's going to be up versus down, left versus right. I'm the first and you're the last. That's not a debate. A debate is to share views. You are there because you have different points of view. You're not there because you have the same point of view and because you're going to try and make everyone share your point of view. You're there to have different points of view. That's the long and the short of the story. Um, And so form these groups, join groups, have children's groups, adults groups, uh, have these different points of view and listen to other points of view. Take part in volunteer organizations. Take your children to volunteer organizations. Let them volunteer. Volunteering is so good and so so much of confidence building. That confidence is the most, is once you have that confidence, then you go and go the distance. Um, and, and don't, like I said, don't join groups. You know, if, you, if, you're, if you're not comfortable, you don't have the knowledge, if your children are not, don't have the confidence, you don't have to join these groups. If you're not happy, also, take your time out. Go back to the drawing board. It's, we are like currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. So like a wave, we go forward and then we'll come back. So sometimes we hit against the wall and then we come back. Uh, and we say, no, you know what? I'm not comfortable. I don't like this. It's okay. That's also okay. Very okay. Um, it's important to give your children space. Let them find themselves. Um, let them have their conversations with themselves. Let them be who they want to. Let them tra- translate it into what they want. But give them that knowledge and be their friend. Don't push them because they are not, they are not going to go anywhere. And once they get into you, you see sometimes they're not accepting uh, knowledge. They're questioning. They lose faith in you. They lose contact. Uh, you know, um, you can 
absolutely take a step back and just give them that space and that's very important so knowledge is the most important thing uh, once you have knowledge once you give them that confidence of knowledge they will be your best friend because we are uh, date we are data we're magnetic field and a magnetic field uh, is is made up of packets of data Okay, so we are made, our DNA is made up of packets of data, trillions and trillions of packets of data. And every packet of data has knowledge embedded in it. You are giving that knowledge and that our data, our body, our magnetic field only wants one thing. It's always looking for knowledge. It's looking to, to, um, to give itself that knowledge. And that's very important. And if you give someone knowledge, you have knowledge with you, you share it uh, with someone. That is the best gift you can give someone. And that is the best way to form a bond with someone. Uh, knowledge, uh, different types of knowledge, but let them answer, ask you questions. Don't just give them and say, well, you know, this is the knowledge I'm giving you. Take it or leave it. Let them ask you questions. Let them look at different points of view. Let them dwell up their own opinion. You don't, they don't have to have your opinion. They will look at it from another way and they, they can develop their own opinion. That's important. Point number two, um, point number three, sorry. Um, let them, like I said, um, well, no, I've, I've, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, anyway, that's, that's why I said let, let them be who they choose to be and, and go from there. Um, again, once I say one of the reasons we are in this in this junction is because of the secularism in the in the in the name of secularism, this country has done everything to break our Vedic backbone. We were a rich civilization because we had knowledge. People came from all over the world over here for our knowledge. People came from all over the world for our Ayurvedas, people for our medicine, for our wealth, for our, for our um, economics, and mostly for our knowledge. We know the great universities that we had, they're all gone down the train. And not only that, the Indian National Congress, who pretended to be the gatekeepers of our civilization, they're the ones who did the worst thing to us. They put roadblocks in the name of secularism to our nation, secularism in, into our nation, and they took it from there, and, and they destroyed us. So even the, even the Brits didn't do bad, because in 1947, there were 42,000, I think, gurukuls, 42,000 gurukuls, uh, 47, 42,000 gurukuls, Hindu schools, in India in 1947. Today we have about not even 300 uh, gurukuls. So they've done everything to stop stop the advancements of our civilizations to heal, um, to, to rise up again. They've put roadblocks and they've given avenues of empowerment to these colonial empires. They've given them uh, avenues of empowerment, our land, our schools, everything to these churches, to these Christian schools. And as an ex-Christian, I can tell you it's happening. Um, and they've given all their, their, their wealth of information and our money, the money from our the country to Islamic madrasas and, and 
to, to train them and to give them the vote. And in return, obviously, they got votes. And this is what, what they have done. They have done everything to handcuff us and, and suffocate us and, and strangle us. They've been worse than the Brits in the National Congress. They've been worse than the Mughals, worse than the Delhi Sultanate. And today we've got absolutely nothing. So it's a lot of work to be done to rise back up, to heal and raise our civilization. That is very, very important. And I'm going to tell you about it. So uh, the, this is what is done in the name of secularism. They have taken away our knowledge. Once you take away our knowledge, river has no source. It will die. And that's what they want to do. They want to suffocate our civilization, our knowledge, and, 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 and make us, you know, uh, bury our heads in the sand and just take us over, convert us and, and change the ethnic balance and the demographics on the ground. But if you want to heal, if you want to rise up, uh, raise up 10,000 year civilization, this is your time. It's the best time to raise it up. Uh, not to be in confrontation, not to be in con conflict, but because you, we are a civilization that needs to take, needs to take a place, needs to take our place in society, and more importantly, as human beings, whoever you are, we need to heal. Healing is the most important. That what's doing your duty to yourself and knowledge does. It gives you the power to heal. And as someone who has been suffocated in this in in, in a abrahamic faith i can tell you that suffocation from whichever angle you are whichever group whichever non-group you are it's very hard it's it's a severe depression and this takes a lot of life depression takes a lot of lives from our people every day it's important to know that but as someone who who, who left who suffocated, went to abuse, a whole lot of abuse, physical, mental, uh, verbal abuse, because this is what they are teaching us in their gurukuls, in their, in their uh, sorry, not gurukuls, in the madrasas, in their Christian schools. Uh, there's a lot of abuse, lots of abuse, and that's important to understand. Through that abuse, they beat you up physically, ideologically, mentally, emotionally, and then when you're broken, they'll put you back together with their glue as to how they want you to do. But if you if you uh, are strong from in, in the inside and you have knowledge, they will not be able to break you because your strength comes from your family, from your home, from the inside, not from the outside. Start that, that journey of knowledge on the inside. The only way to undo super glue, which has been put together by someone, someone else um, and made a mess of, is through knowledge. Knowledge is that that's going to heal to dilute the bacteria and to heal. And that's what we want to do, heal. Whoever you are, wherever you come from, we need to heal. Healing is the most important. And that starts with knowledge. So be your children's friend, give them the knowledge, share that knowledge with them, uh, do volunteer work, um, uh, take them to debates, form groups where they can have conversations. If they don't understand, give them comic books uh, like, Arya, uh, um, Amar Chitra Kata, give them comic books in their languages where they can understand what uh, our history is, our civilization, the plus, the minus, the, the, um, the plus, the minus, the negative, the positive, and that's very important. 
So on that note, um, I, I hope I've given you as much knowledge as possible. Um, being on the Kerala issue right now, that is so important uh, to talk about it uh, because everyone is. And what is important is not just seeing the movie, but what is important is learning from this junction and taking action, okay? Because taking action is, is as important. So having these groups to, 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 um, to share information uh, and doing something about it um, will change this event to change our society completely. So on that note, I wish you success. I wish you healing. And I wish that you might um, yeah, spread the news as much as possible and go from there. And we can all be a better country. On that note, thank you so much for your time. I wish you a great weekend. Stay safe, everyone, until we meet again.